Through her boundless compassion for humanity, Supreme Master Ching Hai tirelessly traveled to many corners of the world to share the message of love and eternal liberation through God's gift to humankind, the Kuan Yin Method of Meditation. After 30 years of sharing her knowledge on how to live a balanced life while pursuing a spiritual path, she continues to dedicate her time and effort to uplift and enhance the life of all beings. by her unconditional love and overflowing compassion for our planet and its co-inhabitants, humans and animals alike, Supreme Master Ching Hai selflessly accepts invitations to share her insights and wisdom on the topic of global warming and climate change. Her busy schedule, Supreme Master Ching Hai also sets aside time to hold retreats and international gatherings with our association members to inspire and motivate, address any concerns for daily life, and answer questions on spiritual practice. We present to you Supreme Master Ching Hai's lecture at an international gathering. Supreme Master Ching Hai's lectures are not a complete meditation instruction. Please do not try alone. For free of charge guidance, please visit www.godsdirectcontact.org or contact any of our centers near you. discovered my my cave, you know. For many years, I live there and I, I hide it. Not even disciple, no. You don't even know where I live. You thought I live in a big house there. No, I live in a cave. Two by two. Two meters by two meters. That's all I need. And uh, we build all that for myself and for the monks. We build it all in two months. Very nice inside. Inside we put wood now. Before it was not wood. But I tell them just put wood so that it will absorb the dampness. No, now it's very dry, very nice. Oh, I never want to leave that, that cave. If I sit in there, I said, I don't want to go out. And it feels so big, bigger than any room I ever live. Any house, any palace I have ever been. Okay, never mind. And now, even you, you disciple don't even know it. I keep it from everybody, and now they discover it. Never mind, okay. Maybe I don't ever go back there. I don't feel like I would go back there, so it doesn't matter, just sacrifice it. <laughs> but many years, yeah, that you don't even know I live there. Nobody knows it. Many residents yeah, don't even see it. Yeah? And Taiwan disciples don't know. Just some of them know if they have to go up do something. I said, some special people. Not everybody knows where I live. It's just a cave, a small cave, two meters by two meters, like every other resident as well, right? Nothing special. Each of them decorate their different, and I make my different, you know. Not too different, but, you know, just the entrance or whatever, the way you put the faucet, you know. 
uh, whether you put a stone around it or you, you put sand around it, you know, just make it a little different. We have water in front of the cave, you know, with a tablet we cover it with stones or it looks natural. Yeah, flower or whatever they do it, yeah? Okay. So they discover it nice. And everybody say, Master Ching, I live luxury, but she live in a cave only 3.3. And today I read it. They sent it to me. I said, no, only 2.3. <laughs> this is 50% more. <laughs> it's not true. But because in Taiwan, 3.3 is uh, one ping, you know, ping. So they think, they uh, report it like, I live in a ping, like one square ping. Well, that's already considered very small. So they can't imagine this is even smaller than that. 50% less than that, two, two by two only. But that's what we decided, that's what I designed to build. Just two by two by everybody because nobody is taller than two, two meters by us anyway. So two meters is good enough for us. And I say, well, just correct size, you know? You open the door and then you jump onto where you meditate. <laughs> if it's too big, then you start cleaning up, <laughs> decorating, and then you don't have time to meditate. That's enough. And if any of you die, we just block the... <laughs> then everything is taken care of. That's what we, we say when we're building these uh, a couple of hundred caves, you know? Yeah, many of you don't even know the caves on the back mountain. We live in cave, we are cave people. <laughs> we are capable. <laughs> capable, huh? So anyway, they discovered it in the 6.3 and I read it uh, this morning, they gave it to me, the report from Taiwan. So we look at the television report and newspaper report and they look at 6.3 and say, no, it's not true. Exaggerated. 50% plus more. <laughs> but anyway, it doesn't matter. That was Taiwan, two meter by two meter square, huh? The cave very thick. We built it all together, the residents and I. Not like an outside professional, yeah? So man, woman, same, big, small, the same. All carry, you know, a beton and iron tied together and put the cement all together, we do it. But we hire some machine to do it because I said we have to build it quick. It don't take too long, and, you know, the cement will hurt. <laughs> so we do it all together in two months. 200 cave, more or less, I don't count it, but more or less like that, including mine. Huh? And then one day, because they're unprofessional, they drive, drive, and then they, they throw the whole big, Borosa, yeah, they drive slow with a big iron wheel, you know, to make the road flat. And they, they drop the hole like that on top of a cave. Oh. <laughs> the car uh, turned upside down, the cave, nothing happened. <laughs> So I'm just telling you, that's how we built it, no? Yeah. We just happened to build it, so if we built it, we built it to last, yeah? There's no other way, you know, because this is safety for them, you know, because that mountain, sometimes it's soft, you know? I see some of that mountain, uh, the erosion, so we have to build it strong, in case the mountain fall down, the cave stand there, you know? So that's how it is, and two by two. And we can't afford to build more than that, the mountain is small. <laughs> if you build more than that, we don't have room anyway. Number one, number two, that's all we need. Because after you die, that, that's all there is. You just block the, the mouth. We make a small mouth, like a cave uh, entrance, and we just block the entrance with stone and cement. <laughs> and we don't know the cave exists no more, <laughs> and the grass will roll over it. 
and you finish, you're done. Huh? I said, that's very economical, simple, I don't know, no problem. That's why we build it just enough, yeah, two by two. Now I have a place, bigger, just a hut though. Two by three. <laughs> it's really fifty percent more, but it's not a cave. It's just a very old, old playpen for the kids, you know. Yeah, it's old and uh, and the water, you know, creeping a little bit now and then. But I won't die because of that. It's just nice, and I make it comfortable, you know. I just put a little uh, love seat inside. Yeah, a little table. And a small reading chair, and it, it's just wonderful, you know. I don't even want to leave the house. <laughs> we have bigger house, but for dogs, you know, humans, <laughs> yeah, it's like a zoo. <laughs> so I, I live in that small house, super far away, you know. And now I get bigger, huh? And if any problem, I will get a bigger one, I'm sure, you know, from two by two. Now it's two by three. <laughs> Actually, to be exact, my attendant measured it. Two by 2.9. <laughs> okay, I'm just telling you that I'm so comfortable there. Yeah. It's very difficult to want to leave a comfortable place. So I was thinking, okay, that's it. Qinghai, this is probably your last chance to go out there, so you pack up and go. <laughs> because I don't think I will let you go out again later on. So I don't know how much longer I go out. I'm comfortable in my home. Yeah, I have the dogs that love me like the queen of the universe. <laughs> and I have everything I need, at least uh, one dress every week. You <laughs> know, what do I need anything else? <laughs> When you're at home in your good environment, you don't sweat, you don't have dirty, you don't smell nothing. You could go on for two, three weeks, no problem. You don't need washing all the time, dressing up or anything. In fact, when I go out, I just walk in a coffee shop, oh, I come out, oh, smell, oh, cigarette, whatever, I don't know. Terrible. And I have to walk out the taxi to walk up and down for a few minutes just to get rid of the smell. I came in the coffee shop just to ask for the taxi, ask them to help to get a taxi. But I don't know, in that area. And then it smelled terrible. And then all the while with the taxi, all this pollution gave me headache, truly. I walk out of the coffee shop, I have headache already. And then all the way the pollution also, terrible. And then but I said to myself, oh, you are very lucky, hmm? at least you can afford a taxi. Now you sit here comfortable, so don't complain. <laughs> I suppose I have to walk here to see you. Can you imagine old time? I could sit and meditate all day doing nothing and don't ever feel guilty at all. <laughs> I don't feel like I don't contribute nothing to the world. Oh, I feel good. <laughs> I feel so happy. <laughs> I can just sit there, I just look out the window all day. Doing nothing. <laughs> Maybe now and again write a few words. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm very busy though. Even even if I don't want to, I'm busy. I'm busy at home, you know. Working at home is fine. But to go out or anything. But the other day, I listened to uh, the interview with Dr. Janice, 
from uh, Slovenia, and he says something. It uh, touched me. He says something like, "A spiritual leader must join the world like, to work with the government." I feel, oh, he really hit the truth. But what government wants spiritual leaders? Huh? For example, even if a spiritual leader, the enlightened person, wants to work with the government, I mean, the government has to want it. Do you understand me? Yeah, you can only offer service, but they take it or not, that's another thing. So I was thinking, oh my God, you are right, but however, nevertheless, huh? Potato, <laughs> Now you know my secret. <laughs> you know there are some people who could have come but don't come because they're too comfortable at home. I know that, and I don't let them <laughs> because I know that feeling. You know? He asked if you are doing a lot of humanitarian work. He said, Yeah, yeah, you're doing all the time humanitarian work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, we, yeah. Yeah, and he said, oh yeah, yeah, that's very good, because he's in the theater. He said, it's very important also to to help the theater, the culture, because he said, when somebody's hungry and you give him to eat, yeah. they don't forget. Music, dancing, singing, poetry, because it's the essence of our being, you know, as much as we can get, you know. Because if most people cannot get the inner melody, then of course the outside melody, that's all they have, and everybody feel good, good about it, no? Yeah. Okay, cheers everybody. Cheers. Good appetite. The vice chairman. He's so nice, my God, they're all so nice. I wish I'd take them all home. <laughs> feel like we know each other a long time. Right, good friends or something. <laughs> Family, this is a boss. <laughs> 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 oh, thank to everybody, no? Yeah, everyone help a little bit. Dedicate to a good course. I say it's not really my TV, it's my people's TV. I like to watch it sometimes. <laughs> I like to watch it. <laughs> good news, you know? Good news, feel, feel good, no? Because uh, sometimes I have to watch other programs to search for, I see if any good news, but mostly not good news. So I'm glad to switch it back for a refuge, you know? <laughs> so bad news. Give you a little bit heavy feeling. Yeah. So in case people who doesn't like to watch bad news, or after bad news they want to refresh themselves. And we, we offer an oasis, you know, like in the desert, the refuge, yeah, for them to come back and bath themselves into positiveness and feel goodness, you know? That's the idea. Especially now, and uh, with 24 hours, yeah. Very master. Yeah. So anytime when we just passing by, see masters yeah. and the, this program so nice. Yeah. All the positive and. Uh, yeah. Anytime the the one can can open and see it, you know. As some people say they leave it all day or night yeah. for double blessing. <laughs> you know, double the blessing, three four times blessing, and leave it uh, background to meditate. Yeah. Yeah.
I work a lot <laughs> to keep uh, quality, you know. They're doing well, but I have to keep checking them. In case, you know, <laughs> just in case. Yeah, I work a lot. I work a lot. Yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind. There's nothing better to go for, huh? This is uh, one of the best things we offer to the world, huh? Free of charge, huh? Because uh, many television, they take donation or they take money from from big company, you know? Just one company is enough to cover everything. Uh, we don't do anything like that. And we advertise them for uh, the restaurants and for the uh, non-cure shelter, but it's all free of charge. It's for the benefit of people. We don't take money in, you know, we just give out, but we don't take it in. Okay, nothing. Maybe I was thinking, you know, I was dreaming about it. We have, we have a group, yeah? A uh, special, I already uh, trained well, you know? Young girl, a young old man. And we uh, go around the world, you know, uh, showing art, just dancing, singing, making theater. Yeah, uh, making uh, drama, but a uh, spiritual. Yeah, yeah, something like that. You know, I think we can do that and offer it to the world. Huh? Yeah. You think people will buy ticket and go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. International? Yeah. Okay. Maybe you can do that. And after college expenses, everything, and we give it to that country, wherever we go. Or to that district, the area that we go, to the to the poor people of that area. Yeah. yeah. Master, you know there was a project. There's some artists that contact me and uh, uh, actors, mm -hmm. and they say now many actors they're interested to show their work, their place mm -hmm. in front of people in um, hospitals, mm -hmm. and they get very positive effects. I mean, like. The healing is getting better also. It can be very also helping to do That's very good. What they're doing. Better than not doing it. Better than many people. But we want more than just physical healing, okay? But people people get physical healing anyway, you know. Don't have to just go to the hospital to heal people. Yeah, they're doing the best they can, you know. I was just asking him. How is his kids, you know? Because I know it's difficult to live, <laughs> to live the kids. Wife may be easy, but kids. <laughs> Wife, husband, easy. Huh? Hard, but sometimes easier than leaving kids at home. Anyway, I say, okay, maybe the people who don't have kids don't understand it. Because maybe you don't really want kids at all, you don't want children. But once you have them, you're just helpless, you know, they make you love them to death. And you sacrifice, you work all day and you can't sleep all night, doesn't matter, you're still happy. I'm proud to provide, you know, for them. Uh, today I met a, a taxi driver, you know, and he just said, yeah, just now I talk about the dog, it's the same. <laughs> yeah, when you were there, you're helpless. If you're away, maybe it's okay, you know, you don't really feel that attached to anything, kids or dogs or anything, but once you're with them, that's it, you finish, you're done, you finish, you're gone, you forget everything else, because they just catch you, you know, they just touch you right here. They love you so much that you don't know what to do with yourself, you're helpless, yeah? Same with kids, you know, 
Not that he really wanted kids, but he incidentally, <laughs> deliberately had them, and now he's helpless. So I know the situation. So I just ask him, how is the kids doing? He said, they're fine, fine. <laughs> you know, and I know what it's like, you know. So that's why many people, they don't understand why you have kids and work so hard, but the parents, they, they don't mind working for their kids day and night, you know, just to provide their kids comfort and just to see them happy and to see them smile and say, thank you, Dad, or thank you, Mom, that's all they want. <laughs> yeah, lovely. And they could work day and night, doesn't matter. You know, some people work two jobs 18 hours a day just to provide for their family, and they're happy to do it. And today uh, I met a taxi driver, you know, driving me all the way here, and he, he worked in a taxi business for a long time, many ten years. He almost retired now, yeah? So he has to work until retirement, but he's happy. And he has two kids, you know, two sons. And but he he say they are very big now. So I said, Oh, so you're free of problem now? He said, Never free. <laughs> I say, How old are they? I said, oh, Thirty-two and another fifty-six. <laughs> I said, What? There are no kids anymore. I said, oh no, they still are kids, <laughs> and they still make a problem for me. I said, What problem do they make now? Well, they with their wife, their children. I said, because after your children grown up, you have grandchildren. And that's why you have problem never ends. He said, no, the problem is they don't have grandchildren. It's <laughs> <laughs> a different problem. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, the, the kids go out, get married, and come back with grandchildren, the divorce and all that, you know, trouble. But this man said, the problem is don't have grandchildren. I said, why? Because they don't want to marry. They just stay alone. I said, oh, well. I guess it's not too bad a choice or even worse choice than that. I say, yes, because they worry nowadays, don't see people happily married for a long time, for the whole life anymore, mostly just married and tomorrow divorce or next year divorce you know, and have children and trouble. One day sleep with mother, another day sleep with father, you know, it's bad for the kids. I say, yeah, perhaps that's why they're afraid, you know. Yeah, they're not married, but he say he still want him to marry, you know, settle down because he has a happy marriage. He is the only breadwinner in the house. He drives taxi only, and he drives two big children. Yeah, go to college and all. And the mother stay home. They still stay home now, even the kids already grow up, she still stay home, just do shopping, cooking. Ah, what a nice family. <laughs> it sounds, I say, your family sounds like in a book, <laughs> you know, in children's book. I don't know if such family even exists anymore. He said, yeah, not too many, but they still exist. So anyway, he earned money alone. Can you believe this? Huh? And he let his wife stay home until now, and they managed. And Christ to be kids. Just they don't want to marry. <laughs> I said, well, maybe you can't blame them nowadays if you think the situation of marriage is not that good. Maybe they're afraid, you know, because they have children. And then maybe heartbreaking for not just only the parents but the family. And mostly men, they're very sensitive, you know. Maybe in some cases more sensitive than women. When they divorce, I saw some men are really heartbroken. It takes them a long, long time to recover. Uh, some women recover quicker. <laughs> are we smart or are we insensitive? <laughs> or we just cut them off and then we go over? Men are very sensitive, I feel it. If relationship broken, men are more, I think, more hurt than women somehow. I just feel that way. 
feel men are more sensitive. Or perhaps a woman are sharing, you know, come out and get a girlfriend and talk, go shopping, make up, buy a high heel and dress and then go out and something, you know, more, more easy to, to distract themselves from the, from the sadness. But men, they just, you know, hold it inside their heart and just keep quiet about it because it's not very macho to talk about your emotion. Yeah. <laughs> What a very smart idea! <laughs> I don't know who taught them this, <laughs> but this is really killing your son. <laughs> yeah, talk like that. Men, woman, well, what the heck? If you're sad, you're sad. If you're happy, you're happy. What's wrong with that, huh? But it's not a macho thing to talk about your sadness, you know. Uh, the most is that they go to the pub and then drown themselves in beer or alcohol. That's even worse, huh? Some of the tragic tolls of alcohol. 2.5 million alcohol-related deaths per year worldwide. One in six deaths on the road in the UK are caused by drunk driving. In Australia alone, 70% of adults are negatively impacted by another's drinking, with 43% affected by physical or verbal abuse. Over 100 British children each week call a hotline to express concern about their parents' alcohol and drug use. Costs of alcohol-related illnesses 186.4 billion U.S. dollars in the United States, 2.41 million pounds for prescription medications each year in England, U.K., with overall health costs in the billions, 210 to 665 billion U.S. dollars globally. Disease. Higher amounts of alcohol increase the cancer risk. Even half a glass of wine daily increases the risk of mouth or throat cancer by 168%. Cancer of the liver, breast, colon, esophagus, rectum, linked to 20% of breast cancer cases. Liver disease, cardiovascular disease, mental toxicity, sleep pattern disturbance, including frequent awakening and reduced rest, brain damage, amnesia and dementia, brain shrinkage, organ failure, heart, liver, kidneys, stomach, pancreas, eyes. Birth defects. Children afflicted by anxiety and depression, mental retardation, fetal alcohol syndrome, stunted growth, facial deformity, sudden infant death syndrome, miscarriage, alcohol-related violence, child abuse, 50% of cases, violence toward loved ones, 30% of cases, violent acts, 40 to 80% of cases, suicides, 20 to 50% of cases, plus more. For help quitting, please visit For more urgent information, please visit suprememastertv.com forward slash killers. So, women either more sensitive or smarter. Yeah, they try to get away with it quick, you know. They go get a girlfriend and talk about it, gossip about the bad husband all day until they're better, <laughs> until all the bad things go gone, and then they get on with life. But men, they don't do it. Most of men, they don't talk bad about their ex-wife or ex-girlfriend ever. I hardly heard any man talk bad about their ex. But I heard a lot of women talk bad about their ex. <laughs> Maybe it's a, <laughs> the best way to get rid of sadness because, oh look, 
bad point, bad point, bad point, good point, bad, 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 good, bad, 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 good. Oh, too many bad. Only three, four, good, okay, forget him. <laughs> the more I talk about it, the more bad he becomes. <laughs> I'll dig out all the bad points, you know. In fact, I read I read in one of the women column long time ago when I was teenage, you know, you read anything like that. How to forget your boyfriend quickly. <laughs> or how you forget your yeah, you know. <laughs> list out all the bad <laughs> bad points that you hate about him. <laughs> okay, okay. And all the good points, yeah, maybe list it too small. <laughs> Shorten it. Or, or the best don't list it at all. <laughs> Just all the bad points list it out. <laughs> and then you forget him quickly. <laughs> maybe woman easy, yeah? Yeah, we're frank, you know, we talk. We, if we want advice, we ask. Yeah, if we don't know, we say we don't know. But men, if they don't know, they also say, oh, yeah, maybe over there. Maybe. <laughs> you know, and I, I drive many times with a man driver, it's different. I say, okay, if, you, if you're lost, if you don't know, please stop and ask. Oh, mm. and then keep driving. I say, can you stop and ask the man over there? Mm-hmm. And keep driving in the other direction. I don't understand it. What's the harm just to stop and ask a stranger even? He don't even know where you live. He don't know your phone number. He don't know your name. He don't care what you're doing in your life. He doesn't care if you're smart or you're stupid, how many times you get lost in your life. He doesn't even know. He don't even care. But no. Just have to keep driving until you drive me up. I said, if you don't stop and ask right now, I go out. I jump out. <laughs> Maybe you have a lot of time, but I don't. <laughs> oh, some people are just so macho. You know? <laughs> What's wrong with asking direction? <laughs> you ask your wife or your friend, your girlfriend, your mother, maybe. You worry about losing weight. You're not a stranger on the street. He don't even care what you look like. He don't even remember you the next second he turned the corner. No, don't ask. And even, okay, go ask the police. No, just keep going. Maybe I will find it. How, how easy just to ask somebody, right? And sometimes I even say, okay, then let's get a taxi, the local one, and we follow the taxi to the address. It's easier. I still don't feel like doing it. Yeah? Still don't feel like doing it. Men. Women, yes. <laughs> Women, if we get lost, we go ask right away. Before we even get lost, we ask. <laughs> Make sure we don't get lost. <laughs> Maybe sometimes we also ask. But we get there, you know? One time we drive three men, one woman. The woman slower car in my helper. Uh, a smaller car, and I, we have three big cars with dogs and, you know, birds. We worry the dogs and the birds, you know, uncomfortable, too long on the road. So I said, okay, you have GPS anyway, try to find your way, okay? If not, you just go to next big town there and call us and we go get you. We have to go now, quick. Okay, I thought I go with the three boys quicker. No, the woman got there first <laughs> with a <the> slow car. <laughs> Yeah, it's a true story. <laughs> maybe accident, maybe incident, maybe his man again, I don't know. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, it's like that. Hmm? And they believe sometimes more in their own way than the fact. Yeah, like I told you many times, my, one of my drivers, 
from my house to the airport, he go every many time already. There's no need to GPS, nothing. He already know it, uh, even with the closed eyes can drive there. No, because we have GPS, we have to use it. <laughs> so I fumbled with it all the time, almost hit the road and go down the hill. There was a mountain road, very dangerous, you know. And it always go like this. Every two, three seconds, zick on one side, zack on the other side, because it keeps fumbling with the GPS. He keeps hitting it, because he doesn't want He keeps hitting it with his hand and keep turning it around. I said, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, you don't even need it. We go to the airport, don't need but still he don't listen. Many times already almost hit the, the road because the road, if you hit it, it go down the hill, that's the problem. Oh. The small road is not just a big road or it's not a flat road even. I was so dangerous, but don't listen, still fumbling. <laughs> yeah, really, <laughs> it's truly like that. I don't know why some very common sense things, but men difficult to grasp it. Nah? So in case any of you have heartbreak or any problem, just go out gossip with your old boyfriend. Uh, tell all the bad things about your wife and bury it in right there. Hmm? Or write it all down and burn it, yeah? And get over quick, okay? There's nothing much about keeping suffering in your heart, huh? Okay? But anyway, that's your business. If you want to suffer, be welcome. If you're like <laughs> Ciao, huh? Thank you. It's good, huh? Very good. I have good point and bad point, yes, right? Very yes. Very How many bad point you give? How many bad point? No. No? no. So hundred percent good? Yes. You are an optimist. <laughs> I wouldn't call this hundred percent good. No, is it good really? Yes. You know, in the church, at least they have some place to kneel. Here you can't. <laughs> yeah, in the church or Bika. Okay. Now, you can't have everything, right? We all know that, right? Can't have everything. Okay. Is there anything else you want? Hmm? A bigger room. Huh? <laughs> in winter, it's quite good to have small room. Yeah. No, no need heater, right? <laughs> Are you okay? You can see me at all, no? No. Is anybody who speaks good English here? I mean, not just good English, but good looking. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? English people, right hand, English speaking, really good English speaking. I mean, seriously good English. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. You now forget it. <laughs> you have a different job to do in Slovenia. Oh, yeah. 
the all already worked, don't, don't say, the one who has not worked, who has not do anything. For Supreme Master Television, <laughs> raise hand. <laughs> the, the five of you, huh? Where are you from? Uh, originally from, from Mexico, but I came from London. London now? Okay. Yes. Where? Mexico. Mexico. Also, UK. UK, UK. No, I'm not talking about origin. I'm talking where you are familiar with. You know, your English. Mm-hmm. English, South huh? Africa, yeah. English? English. You speak very well. Yeah. What are you doing now? In Munich. Is it? I was 20 years in South Africa. Yeah, your English is good? Yeah. Mm. Good. Anybody else? <sighs> Keep smiling at me. <laughs> uh, English speaking. No, I'm not going out. I'm not going out. What? I also speak English. English, yes. Very? Are you? It was my major, yes. You major. Anybody there? <laughs> we already have. <laughs> so, what are you doing now? Huh? What are you doing now? Where? Did you use very well? Why? That's not guaranteed. What? What do you take? I'm the cooking one. Oh, I like it.
You know, it's the also you can see the world too. And we have a fan also sitting in the Okay. Whenever you set, you cut. Yeah. In my house, I go around, turn off all the uh, stand by. You like what? I'm gonna tell you very funny story. Come. I just uh, go there so you like to see me. That's it. Okay. Ah, enough to you close the door. Okay. Yes. You can also open this window here. Or not? Open it. Open one. Better? Yes. Too cold? No. <laughs> if you cold, you hug your neighbor. Huh? <laughs> Talking about aircon, you know, in my place, my assistant, you know, he's so good, you think. Master needs an aircon. Can you imagine my place? Two by two, and an aircon so big. <laughs> okay, fine. I never use it. I used it only twice. Up to now, yeah? Up to now, try some Someday somebody go there to do something and it smells so bad. <laughs> and I open all the door, but it doesn't go quick enough, so I open the aircon. Otherwise, no, no need aircon. Aircon uh, use a lot of electricity, huh? Mm. That's one thing. My assistant is very funny, you know. They buy me like a golden dustbin, you know, <laughs> for the toilet. <laughs> An aircon, a golden. I don't know. It's not real gold, of course, but it it gold outside, shining, you know, like gold. <laughs> oh, incredible! Oh, my assistant, they're incredible, you know. And uh, one day my phone kaput, you know. And normally I just use this kind of phone, you know. Yeah. And uh, as huh? Whatever. Yeah, whatever. You know, doesn't matter. What I mean is a normal one. Yeah. And then I tell him, go buy me a, another one for a different country. He go out and buy the designer one, you know, Dolce Gabbana, whatever that is. <laughs> gold, two color, you know, gold and silver. Oh my God! And for for a cave woman, <laughs> a golden dustbin, a golden a bin, you know, for the toilet use. And an aircon, you know, luxury aircon. My place is only two by two. Yeah, really two by two. I'm not joking. Yeah, I mean two here and two there, two there, two there. Aircon inside. <laughs> it's very funny, people. You know, because the thing is, 
and they, they want to give me the best, you know. Well, what's the use anymore? Why need a, a golden toilet dustbin? Tell me. And a golden uh, designer telephone. <laughs> I said, well, why did you buy this kind of phone? I never had that kind of phone. Why you buy it? Uh, you tell me to buy a good phone. I said, yes, good phone, not a luxury phone. And he said, this is the best in the shop. That's the only thing they sell in there. I said, of course, if you go into the designer shop, <laughs> that's the only thing they sell. I don't know if he wants to be good to me or because he likes that kind of thing and he cannot use it for himself, feeling bad, you know, because my money, so he has to buy it for me. At least he can look at me when I use it, you know. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Do you have a golden telephone on the other line or not? <laughs> if not, I will hang up, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, you know, the things that I have to throw out or change, you know, all the time. Uh, okay, that's one particular guy, you know. <laughs> okay, he's not there anymore anyway. So when he is already gone, you know, I say, okay, this guy is specializing in, in luxuries, you know. So, okay, from now, we, we don't let him buy anything for me anymore, okay? So, because not just the golden telephone or golden dustbin, it's other golden stuff, you know. Anything, anything that is luxury, he buys, you know. Doesn't matter where I put it, you know. I could just put it next to the garbage can, doesn't matter, it had to be golden or something, luxury. Oh, okay, I say, no more, no. I tell him from today, he, he doesn't. Because it is very annoying when you need something quick and then he go around and just buy those things and then you have to send it back and forth, back and forth, you know, waste a lot of time, money and energy and the car and benzene and all that and time, you know. Uh, okay, so I say, another guy buy <laughs> So when I see some golden things again, I say, eh? I told you, the other guy cannot buy, how come you let him buy again? And, and the other guy said, no, no, it's me today. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> Another guy, you know? So I said, is it you or you just want to cover for that guy? I said, no, it's me, Master. <laughs> So I said, why did he tell you to buy it, you know, according to his taste? No, no, I, I did it by myself. Fine. <laughs> I said, well, why on earth you buy such a golden thing just for my toilet in a, in a remote corner of a mountain, you know? <laughs> Who's going to look at it in any case, you know? Why it has to be golden? It doesn't match a sharpie toilet, plywood knocked together, <laughs> a couple of nails here and there, you know? If you just blow it, it might go away. <laughs> Maybe at that time you see the golden dustbin, who knows? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. Hmm. Just one example. I, I can't remember anymore what is what. I can't remember. It's some funny thing like that. You know, a telephone, as long as it's function, it doesn't have to have a designer name on it and gold, and gold plate and all that stuff, you know? Because... My phone, you know, if it's function, I'm happy, you know. It's scratching everywhere, but it's still function. Why does it have to be golden? You know, when you take the golden phone, you, you become self-conscious, you know. 
you, you will not know what to say anymore. <laughs> Even if you are in the public, you know, people will keep looking at your phone, how you talk. You feel shy, you know. But I didn't think that far, but just this the thing is not appropriate, it's not necessary at all. Just because I'm a designer, I don't have to use a designer phone. I mean, any phone function is fine. The purpose is just to function, yeah, right? If you go somewhere uh, special and you, you take a bag or something and you cover the phone, you know, no one cares what phone inside. And they don't talk to you just because you have a golden phone, right? No? Or is there a special line just for golden phone people? <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Maybe they list it all on the telephone book, you know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> This and this address have golden phone, <laughs> or, or what? And, okay, if I go out often, maybe, huh? A lot of, like, socializing, huh? go to CVIP or something, okay, maybe maybe possible to buy a golden phone just, just to, to show off, you know, impress people. But I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Where do I use a golden phone for? <laughs> oh, God, these people. I don't know what to tell you. Hmm. You know, Master, um, Gore is coming in two days in Ljubljana, and uh, what? Uh, Al Gore. Oh, Al Gore, okay. Uh, yeah, he will be in two days uh, in Ljubljana, and so? uh, he will come to the Chamber of Economy, mm -hmm. and he, they have their um, diners club mm. exclusive, black one, uh -huh. that just thousand people in Slovenia have. Oh, the, the black... Card. Yeah. Oh, okay, so? So maybe we, we, you have to have something like a club for the special, very high. Golden. Person. Golden. <laughs> there you go. Hmm? You know what? You have two members already. <laughs> I, I offer you my two assistants. <laughs> <laughs> there will be gold plate all over, come and see you. Ah, oh, one more thing. When I need a car in Spain, I was in Spain, you know, and we buy a car and the wheel was golden, <laughs> truly golden, you know. And I wonder why, but, you know, because, okay, we need it desperately, and it's a big one, you know, easy. But we only go into mountain road, you know. The only reason we buy that car, a Cherokee, because it can go mountain, you know, four-wheel drive and, and big space for all my pets and all that, you know. <laughs> but it has a golden wheel. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> it is truly golden, like that. <laughs> you know, all the spikes on the wheels are golden, okay. And the word on the side, you know, Cherokee, whatever, also golden. Uh, in the front, you know, the, the bumper, also oh, golden. <laughs> oh, that was really a self-conscious car. Fine. Okay, okay, I desperate. I didn't think too much. Okay, fine. It's a second-hand car, you know, and it's easy to buy. The, the one available and strong and new, you know. Not too new, but new as compared to other second-hand and other new car is not available. I don't remember anyway. It's the nearest one is the, the one who deal with second hand. I guess. Fine. We bought it. Doesn't matter. I have a, a very remote uh, uh, house 
It's not a house, but it's like a mud house, you know. It's no staircase. It's a staircase. It's just like stone put together, you know. You, you climb up to upstairs, and there's a hole, and you put your head through it. <laughs> you have to, <laughs> you know, like uh, bend your body to shoot the hole, and then you come up the staircase. And downstairs, there's no kitchen. It's just a hole without chimney, you know, and you cook in there, for example. In Spain, there are some fantastic house like that, <laughs> Mediterranean, you know. And it's called Finca, even. It's even a name. Okay, fine. But at least it's a remote mountain, you know, more private. Nobody, I didn't know. It's not that private. The the guy drive all his ship through, and the other guy <laughs> drove all his uh, pig through. <laughs> no fans, you know, they are driving through. <laughs> a lot of ships, and they leave a lot of souvenirs behind. <laughs> I'm telling you, I thought it's a remote mountain, and then I'll be alone. <laughs> oh, no. And we already put a sign outside, and we even have a gate with a chain on it. Not a gate, but a chain. And then the guy have to go from nowhere, come in there. Oh, my God, <laughs> I wasn't there, you know. <laughs> but my assistant, he don't know what diplomacy means. He said, uh, who told you to go into my place? <laughs> we, we put a sign out there, <laughs> a private. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my dog don't speak Spanish. You should not come here. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then trouble, you know, <laughs> things like that, you know. Uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot what it is. What was it that I told you? Huh? Okay, not that, but before that. A Goka, okay, okay. So that's where I live, you know, where all the sheep drive through, the pigs, the horses, uh, and the donkeys. <laughs> I don't know where they're from. It looked like a very remote mountain. <laughs> day after day, different animal group just drive through. <laughs> Even if I say no, they don't understand, you know. <laughs> and it's so big, we can't even uh, fence them all in, you know, and we didn't have time to fence them all in. I didn't know. It's, it's a drive-through highway. I didn't know. <laughs> I thought it's a remote mountain, and I love remote mountains. I tell you what, there's no electricity there even, and no water. There's a, those things that they, they conserve water in an underground, you know, a little well that they make and all covered, so the water is always good, you see, very cool and sweet. Oh, I never taste so sweet water like that. I mean, truly sweet. Not sugar sweet, but it's so beautiful. Okay, that's the way we live, you know, water from the uh, uh, secret well, you know? Yeah, and when it rains, somehow they make it collected in, in the underground there. And it's a very dark there always to keep the water, always no bacteria, you know? Bacteria, okay, no electricity. Uh, that's where we live. So I thought we are very <laughs> in our own world, you know, until other sheep drive through and neighbor came from nowhere. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> because if something happened to him, my dog's a bit dead. You see what I mean? 
And he could be bitten elsewhere and then have trouble and then go and say, my dogs, and what am I to do, you know? I had to protect my dog, so I have to move. Okay, so we had to look for another house, you know? Okay, now, uh, in order to look for a house, we have to drive into the city, no? Not in the remote <laughs> mountain <laughs> where the ship drive through. Okay, I go city, and... Uh, and of course, when I go out, I dress up a little decent, huh? With the golden wheel, you have to dress up, you know? <laughs> I never think much of the golden wheel. I bought it because, okay, my assistant says it's a good car, you know, and then I say, okay, okay, we pay for it, and I go. The quickest, yeah? We need it. And we go into the city, and we go to the agent, you know? Oh, this agency is something special. Oh, later he kept telling me about the golden wheel, and he was so impressed. <laughs> you know, he thinks something different, like mysterious about us, like I'm billionaire or something, that the wheel is really golden. <laughs> it's American car, Cherokee, you know, and in Spain it's some kind of prestige enough, yeah. So, and big one, you know, limited edition kind of. It's even written there with golden, golden word, limited edition. <laughs> it's make it even more, uh, more special. Okay, and then uh, I had a driver, you know, and I didn't know what's all going to his head. We we just have an appointment just uh, in front of uh, a restaurant, easy to recognize one next to the highway, you know. And he was thinking, we are something very special. Why we make appointment there? You know, the reason because we don't know anywhere. It's so difficult to go find him. So I said, please go here meet us. But because of the golden wheel, he think of all kind of story. Later he told me, and I'm so aghast. I said, wow, what an imagination, you know. <laughs> My driver is young, you know, and he drive not stable. Like sometimes he drive very fast, sometimes very slow. And he thought there is a reason behind it. <laughs> and he kept telling everybody, the lady with the golden wheel <laughs> and the driver who drive very, very specially, you know. <laughs> it's not like that, you know, it's not like that. It's just some places uh, we don't want to tarry too long, so we drive fast when it's empty, you know. But sometimes he's also because young, or sometimes break, you know, un unexpectedly, sometimes put gas unexpectedly. And the guy in front, he lead us, you know, feeling that, oh, this is a special, like James Bond kind of driver. <laughs> <laughs> and because uh, when we met him, we immediately gave him some gift, not just some chocolate and some stuff, you know, chocolate. I do that, you know, often, you know just to thank them for coming, that's it. And then nobody ever did that, you know what I mean? So that is another special case, be all because of the golden wheel. <laughs> I forgot the half of the story that he fabricated himself, you know. And later he told everybody else, and then later he told us, you know. <laughs> he was a funny guy, but he's so, so nice, so nice. He's such a nice one. <laughs> After he see the remote area where I live, <laughs> He called it a meditation center. <laughs> funny. It's so funny, that guy. It's really funny. But the golden wheel, my God. <laughs> they always have to buy something golden. <laughs> you don't know why. I don't know. Okay. Now you know already, okay? If we have a golden club, you have two members already. 
ready, you know, I mean, <laughs> like prêt à porter, you know, <laughs> ready to wear. Any question before you go? The Russian people? Are you okay? Yes. Yes. Yes? How many are you? Ten. Ten? Yes. So quick already, wow. <laughs> and you're all in Moscow? Yes. Mm -hmm. Is it difficult to come here or you drive? No, by flight. By flight. How, how long? Four and a half. That's it? Oh, nowadays it's so convenient, eh? And you live well there? Good? It's okay. You look good. You look well. <laughs> Are you rich? <laughs> <laughs> you look like rich people. Huh? And you have a, a golden... <laughs> I know, I know. How did you do that? <laughs> I made it. You made it yourself? Yes. Oh, very cute. Let me look. <laughs> very innovative, yeah? Hey, look at that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> very inventive. Huh? Oh, she pinned them all on the, you know, plastic. <laughs> oh, my God. Why you have to have so many of her photos? <laughs> Just to make sure. Yeah, thank you. Just to make sure she is there all where. <laughs> all around, huh? <laughs> Everywhere you go, you look at. Uh, wow. For me, it's for, from world. You make it for many people? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> this is a very good idea. Look at what she did. Ah. Uh, Wow, <laughs> and he's nice looking too. <laughs> very inventive, very inventive. Thank you. Mm. And you are doing well in Russia, meditate together? Yeah? Yes. Is there any question? Now you have translator here? Yes, Pastor. Any question or not? No? No question. Only the last you. Thank you. I'm so sorry I don't speak Russian, but I, I make it on Supreme Master TV, you know. <laughs> Translate Supreme Master TV for Russian, yeah? It's important, you know? Yeah. Many of the people also speak in Russian many places. In the old era, you know, they speak Russian too. Not just in Russia. That is important. Uh, just we don't have enough translator. Tell me. But uh, we would love, uh, we would like uh, to say a lot of thanks, Master, for invitation, uh, for uh, gathering, and uh, for your blessing. Uh, thank you so much, so much. It's uh, all of us. You're welcome. You're thank welcome. you, Master. It's your home. <laughs> thank you. Uh, actually, you could come anytime. It's just because we have so many, so we have to take turns. And Yes, we know. And I try to make as quick as possible. Therefore, every week there are two groups, so it will come to your group again, you know, soon. Because if every week one group, or every two weeks one group, then you wait until <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe your neck become very long. <laughs> yeah, so it's okay like this. Yeah, Maybe short, but it's better than... No, huh? Yeah. Yes, yes. And Thank then you, Master. maybe a year or something, you can come back. <laughs> no? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I already booked for one year already. I don't know how much longer it goes. So we make it fast, fast like that, you know? And then uh, you can come back again.
Thank you. Because yeah. you also have to take care of the house, you know, your family and your job, yeah, and your friends. If you go too long, they miss you. Hmm? <laughs> so three, four days is okay, hi? Right? Yes, it's okay. It's not okay, but it's okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then after everybody see already, then anybody can come, you know, as long as there's a space. Yes. I'm so sorry that it's so short. Yeah. But, you know, I have too many children. <laughs> no husband, just children. <laughs> Bad name, huh? <laughs> but uh, you guys actually, you give birth to yourself. <laughs> you keep, you know, spreading uh, all over, and everybody keeps like, like having children and grandchildren, and they just come by themselves, you know. I am very glad to see you. Hmm? Anybody else from Russia? No, ten all together here, huh? Yes. Uh, is nearby group meditation? Uh-huh. Yes. Very good. Where do you group? In which house? In in the main. In in his house. His house. His place. Is that a good place? Yes. Uh huh. What kind of place you have? The flat. A flat? Oh, never mind. Enough. Okay. Ten people. And then we'll grow more, hey? Yes. <laughs> I've been to your country only once, so cannot be too many, huh? One time. We remember your visit. It was on we, my we birthday, get, huh? Yes. Yeah. We get initiation uh, in your visit. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> oh, where else and when? <laughs> it's only one time. Yes. <laughs> but I remember the Russian people, very generous, you know. Mm. I went to the hotel, yeah. I don't remember that's my birthday even. You know, it was my birthday. <laughs> Is that funny? Birthday in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> but we remember it. Yeah, but I did not know. That day I did not remember. Later, then somebody remind me, then I, I remember it's my birthday. But when I was uh, in your country, I did not remember that was my birthday. When you're over 30, you don't remember anymore. <laughs> you don't want to remember. So now, and they're very generous. I stay in a hotel, you know, a little bit far away from the lecture hall. And uh, I go down and ask uh, for a taxi. Yeah? And the lady in the reception tell me, Oh, no taxi, no taxi. Take so long. You go, the bus right in front. Uh, very cheap. <laughs> Taxi expensive. <laughs> she tried to save money. <laughs> yeah. Normally, hotel, they don't care, you know, why they tell you go on bus, you know. They try to save money for me. Very nice. <laughs> so, okay, she showed me where the bus stop, right in front of the hotel. I said, okay, I go on the bus. But because I never went on the bus, and nobody asked me money, I forgot to pay. <laughs> yeah, truly, truly like that. I forgot completely. I just saw, uh, looking at the city, you know, and people, and were so happy, and on the bus for the first time, you know. <laughs> and even I was late for, for a seat even, you know. Uh, I was so happy, and I forgot I never been on the bus. I forgot to pay truly like that. Oh, after I gone out, I shop a little bit, and then oh, oh my God, I did not pay the bus. <laughs> so later I came back with a taxi. I don't ask the lady anymore. She would send me on the bus again. <laughs> so I came back by taxi, and I give much more cheap. 
in my heart, I want to make up for the bus fare that <laughs> that I did not pay. But maybe that's a gift from Russia for me, you know, for my birthday, and that come to their country on my birthday and don't celebrate nothing. So they give me a bus ride, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's a gift, huh? Because if I have gone on taxi, I would have paid because the taxi never will let you go without paying. But the bus driver don't say nothing. I walk in and I walk out. <laughs> <laughs> funny guy. In the, in Russia, you don't pay for bus or, <laughs> or the driver don't ever ask, huh? What? You said sometimes not. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> they don't ask ever, huh? No, they don't ask you no, whether you no, pay now, or not. Now system is changed. Yeah, they don't ask or they ask. Yeah, ask. They, why didn't they ask me then? It was only a few years ago. <laughs> uh, probably <laughs> he think, oh, the, the only Chinese in town, we let her go. <laughs> Look like Chinese, you know? He, of course he doesn't know I'm Vietnamese. He probably think I'm a Chinese, you know? And Chinese and Russia are brother and sister, you know? Why take money, you know? <laughs> huh? Yes. China and Russia are still brother and sister, right? Yeah. Maybe that's why they didn't take my money, you know. A little Chinese sister come to Russia, <laughs> and we don't take her money, you know. <laughs> Comrade, you know. <laughs> yeah, I never forget that. That's really the present for my birthday, you know. So the Russia people, you know, I never forget. They're so kind, you know. I'm a stranger, you know, and the tourists, you know. Mostly people think, oh, tourists have a lot of money, They'll take as much as possible, but they don't. So honest, you know, tell me, no, no, the bus right in front. Yeah, because I wanted to go to town, you know, and she knows where, and she tell me, and you just take the bus, you just go there, you take off. And very cheap. Oh, I go taxi, you know, a lot of money. For her, maybe a lot of money, I don't know. But she tried to save for a stranger, you know. It's very kind, you see, and the bus driver don't ask. I come up, you know, I come down, you know, he even wave, <laughs> say something in Russia. <laughs> or maybe he said, did you pay? Well, I didn't understand. <laughs> yeah. I didn't understand anyway. I guess in Russia people all buy a card, you know, like a monthly card, you know? Yeah. In Germany you can do that. Like you buy a card and then you can go for the whole month. And you can go anywhere you go in the city. It depends on how much you pay. You can go all kind of zone, and every day, so many times you need. You pay like a package, you know? So maybe every people over there in Russia, they do that, so the bus driver used to it. Yeah? I don't know, whatever it is, he, he talk in Russian. No, I, don't, I did not understand. I just smile. <laughs> he probably thinks it's useless anyway. Let her go. <laughs> Maybe only two dollars or something. <laughs> yeah, but I never forget. Forget that. Very, very kind people. Hmm? Okay. Any other country? Italy. Italy? All of this are Italy? Oh, okay, okay. They, are, they have. Huh? Uh, from Holland. Dutchman, okay. <laughs> Only one? Uh, yeah, the Any Hollander? 
They went with the Chinese group and the other went with oh. the Vietnamese group. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so many Hollanders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they told me also, okay, they are in Holland and they sell vegetarian and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, where are you from? From the country? From the city? Uh, Capital? It's Nijmegen. Mm, no idea. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, by the border of uh, Germany. Oh, yeah? So you speak German also, I guess, no? Yeah. Uh, okay. Ambition. Ambition. Okay. <laughs> so you're really German or Dutch? Uh, Dutch. 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 Okay, yeah. okay. Good. <laughs> He's a lonely guy. <laughs> All the Vietnamese and Chinese left him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with my brothers and sisters, so... Yeah? Yeah. Just joking, man. <laughs> no, you know what joke is. Yeah. But the Hollander people were very nice, you know? They took in anybody, that's why. <laughs> yeah, they, they're from everywhere. I said, where are you from? Norway. <laughs> Chinese from Norway. Where are you from? Iceland. <laughs> Another one, Holland, you know, and Poland, and German, you know, England, and UK. <laughs> all places. Only one couple from Vietnam. The rest are from everywhere next to your neighbors. Yeah. Mm. But they establish themselves, you know, well and they sell in vegetarian food and all that stuff. It's good. It's good. We're doing well. Any question guys? You all look so good. Yeah? Uh Jasna. You look much better now. You are a little bit fatter. Not fat, but more pinky and more more. I'm very tired, you know. Yeah. Uh huh. And now you're better. Yeah. You look very healthy. Yeah. It's good. It's okay. It's okay. She has not much to say anyway. Please don't give her microphone. <laughs> <laughs> she will never stop. <laughs> Let her rest. <laughs> yeah. You are better somehow. What's wrong? I mean, <laughs> what happened? Yeah, you you you're more round, you know, and more sweet now, more restful. Yeah, before you were skinny and restless. Yeah, now you you're more calm and more yourself. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad. You look very pretty now, more pretty than before. Yeah. Anybody else? Anywhere else? Any question? You're all happy or not? Yes. Even short time, but okay, hey? Yes. Have enough time. Even if you don't meditate well, at least you rest, you know? Rest. <laughs> yeah. You know, recover a little bit. Uh, always too busy outside, worry about everything. You rest from travel, rest from relatives, friends, children, dogs, or whatever. <laughs> yeah? And you, you feel better when you come home. Hmm? Hmm. Even if you just come here to sleep, <laughs> which you always do. <laughs> but, but you feel better when you get home. <laughs> Translate for Mama. Translate for the two. <laughs> they always come here. <laughs>
there was a man who was talking with the colleagues in in the office. He said, oh, you know what? I'm very, very tired. So the other man said, but why? He said, well, you know, at home I have to wash the clothes, take the kids to school, bring the kids back, go shopping, cooking and iron for my wife and all that. <laughs> so the other man said, oh, my God, like that, then how how do you have time to rest? He said, I rest when I'm in the office. <laughs> You know? The same with you. <laughs> Just like you, you know? You can tell everybody, so oh, I'm so busy, you know? The SOS flyers, <laughs> alternative living, and <laughs> translation for Supreme Master TV, and, uh, you know, hosting show for Supreme Master TV, and, and go out and talk to the government about vegetarian diet, everything. I really have no, no time to, uh, to sleep even. So they will ask you, then when can you sleep? <laughs> when I go to group meditation. <laughs> same, huh? Same, huh? <laughs> yeah, I think I could tell that joke on Supreme Master TV next time. <laughs> Every disciple understands that joke. <laughs> no need translation. <laughs> yeah? Just uh, the illustration is good enough. You know, the guy. <laughs> Before you come here, I was looking for another place, you know? And when I saw a place, uh, you know, with a big uh, living room. I said, oh, how many people can we sit in here? <laughs> Everywhere I go, I buy, I think of you immediately. <laughs> Habits, you know. <laughs> it's for a private place <laughs> for me and my dogs, you know, because where we live, don't have enough room for them to run, so we're looking for another place. But as soon as I see the big living room, I say, oh, you see how many people can sit in here? <laughs> and he told me, <laughs> Maybe fifty. I said, no, must be one hundred. <laughs> Can be one hundred. I said, no, cannot, Master, how? You know, they have to sit, you know. Trick. I said, no, they don't have to. Mostly they just sleep, so. <laughs> they don't have to uh, uh, cross leg, nothing, just sit together like this. <laughs> you know, so in case they because push right to the, the wall, you know, and, you know, in front you cannot uh, go anywhere, <laughs> and the back you cannot push, and both left side, uh, left and right like this. So if they sleep, it's just very, very convenient. <laughs> Nobody fall down, nothing, you know. <laughs> United, we stand. You know? <laughs> cannot even move. So when people come in and see, they sit like that, they say, my God, what a very, very, you know, diligent group <laughs> of meditators. What they call in Zen, unmoving, you know. <laughs> Can't move, it's too tight. <laughs> in the Zen, because I talk in Chinese, you know, I play with words, it's even more. I say it's very stable sitting, you know, stable because you can't fall to the left, you can't fall to the right and the front, because 
because he told me, hundred will be too tight, you know. They will be sit shoulder to shoulder. I said, that's the idea. <laughs> that's the idea, so they don't fall, you know. <laughs> yeah, and it's warmer, so in winter, right? And we save electricity and save the planet, you know. <laughs> Yeah, talking about saving energy, that's the best way, you know? And I told him, in case you still think it's not safe, we can put, like, placard in between. <laughs> Everybody just sit, you know, online, you know? And then between, then never move anywhere. Like this, everybody will also marry Samari for sure. Hmm? If you're not sleeping, then you're in Samari for sure. <laughs> you can't move. After a while, your body just <laughs> goes numb, <laughs> automatic, you know. <laughs> automatic <laughs> Buddha system. <laughs> I'm thinking like that already. And I'm thinking here, if we don't have enough room, we can, we can make like, you know, <laughs> three layers, you know. <laughs> No need nailing nothing. <laughs> so we just put the wood on top, <laughs> you know, and then the, the the fat and strong one sit underneath. <laughs> the smaller, the higher, you know. Yes. And like this, nobody dare to move because if you move, the other guy will fall on top of you. <laughs> so everybody will really sit like Zen master, you know. The upstairs also don't dare to move, yeah? Because if he move, <laughs> the whole group will fall down, you know? Because the, the, and the piece of wood has to be balanced, you know? <laughs> Everybody has to sit on it. If one guy drop, you know, they go like a seesaw. <laughs> and then the whole group fall down. That's a very good idea, you know? I think I'm pretty smart. <laughs> I think we can do that, then we have a lot of room. Hmm? Like, this, like this, for example, everybody can see me at the same time, you know. <laughs> right now we have three groups, right, remember? <laughs> the Vietnamese, the Chinese, and now you, the European, see? So if we have this uh, three-layer system, <laughs> huh? they're all together. <laughs> Nobody can complain, you know? Okay, so, so you see, while I'm speaking to the Vietnamese, you can also look at me at least, you know? Or we'll have a translation system, you know? Yeah, that's very good. And uh, even if uh, the Chinese uh, have a lot of room, you can also borrow and go up. You see, your level will be higher than... <laughs> the Chinese are skinnier, they sit on top, you know? <laughs> and then we can borrow earphone, you know, even one for upstairs, one for downstairs. <laughs> One ear like this, you know, <laughs> convenient, eh? No need two, no need two ears, people. Wow, oh, there's no end to what we can save, huh? And save electricity, huh? And save uh, tape, huh? Mm. And save uh, time, huh? Mm. Save heater, huh? No need heat. In that case, we have to open all the windows. <laughs> <laughs> Only you and you need open with oxygen already. Can you imagine three layers? I think we can do that, you know? <laughs> if, if you're worried too heavy, we, we can hang also. <laughs> we hang, you know, Jane, 
chain, yeah, and hang, hang wooden board on it. Not your hair, no. <laughs> What do you mean like that? No, your hair. Oh. I mean, we hang the wood board, you know, and uh, we just push that person up, up, up. Yeah. <laughs> First, you put the second level. And then we put the, the third level onto the second, then the second we put the second on the third, and like that, it's cool, really. Maybe it's a good idea, no? But when you go out, you, you don't need to stand up, <laughs> you just crawl outside, because it will be right here, right? Three level, it will be like that, huh? But like this is good, like this, you know, you don't go to the bathroom that often, because you have to think twice whether you should go or not. And then you don't eat too much also, then <laughs> it's heavy, but also uh, worry, go toilet too often. So in that case, we'll save money, huh? we save food. Because we don't eat too much, then we save money. It would be even cheaper. Then they could return to you more than just $40. <laughs> Did they return the rest of money? Yes, yes. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Because if we don't use, then just give it back, yeah? But there will be some food left anyway, that we cannot return, huh? Or you want to take the food from the fridge and bring it home? <laughs> Your money, you know? Or the next, you know, we use this little bit left over, maybe. Maybe not, I don't know. Last time was some left over, yeah. Uh, for just the two or three people here, it was a lot, yeah. I, I wasn't here, I don't come. I come only two, three times, maybe for a conference or something. Oh, like this is very convenient, you know? Then we have even less money to pay, yeah? Oh, very good. Because, let's face it, we never have enough space, you know? No matter how big, it's always not enough. So this system will have everybody in one go, right? And in case I cannot talk, then never mind, you know, three, three layers can always look at me, yeah? <laughs> and we meditate together. And what we do is we don't put wood, I forgot, my mistake. We put those uh, see-through plastic, you know, <laughs> thick plastic, so you can look down even. Ah, can see Master there, you know, like, <laughs> like the table, you know. Oh, I can see something down there. See that? <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't feel pressure because see-through, you know. We feel spacious, you know, like this table. If it's wood, we feel like it's take up a space, but... It's transparent, so it feels lighter. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> I'm going to do that. <laughs> Should we do that? Yeah, yeah why not? <laughs> really? <laughs> joking. We told this joke years after year already. We have never done anything. Maybe it's about time, huh? Because we have more and more people now, and in that case, you can come back quicker, you know? Hmm? Yeah, here three layers, maybe two hundred, three hundred people in the in the meditation hall upstairs, downstairs, or the two or three layer, and we can have thousand people here easily. Yeah, and I run from one room to the next. You know, we can also make a staircase so I can come up and down. <laughs> yeah, or not? <laughs> Shaky, huh? Yeah. Huh? Left, uh, yes, yes, all right. Push button, huh? <laughs> okay. You can do that also with these layers, yeah? Yeah. The third layer comes first, zoop, up, 
And then the second zip up, and then, then, then we come in, eh? all crawling in, you know. Okay, got. Is there any question? No. Okay, we had enough joke, huh? I'm sorry, time is short, but that's the way it is, huh? Next time, okay? Thank you. Next time, okay? It's always short, even if you stay here another month, another year, it will be short. <laughs> right? Okay, good. And next time. You see, the people here, they're already very good, you know. They're not even restaurant owner or anything. And the first time come here like you and already can buy a lot of food and stuff for us, no? Very good already. We have to thank them, eh? The one who organizing this and buying food and driving you and all that in a strange country, you know. So they're very good already. You understand me? Yes. Very good. I'm very grateful. I'm amazed, you know, if, if it's me, I don't know if I can do it or not. Yeah? But they found out already where to buy cheaper and all that. Maybe that's why they return you the money. Yeah, because I keep pushing them. Why don't go to like a big uh, wholesale market, you know? Is it a good thing? <laughs> tastes like tastes like something. <laughs> okay, it's all for you, yeah? Come bring another one, huh? A lot of love. Love, love, love. <laughs> Come in, yeah? Because before there were always two baskets, and when you come, they give only one. Huh? <laughs> huh? You know why? They are small and they want to get fat. <laughs> because to the Chinese and Vietnamese, if you're big and fat, means you're big. Big guy, huh? Heavy, huh, baby? Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> Love you. Love you so much. Okay, should be because the people are more now. I never had enough of you. Yeah, never have enough. But I have a lot of work still. Even if you are not going, I still have to go to work. So much work waiting. Yeah? I have done some urgent already tonight, but some more coming. I'll find you. Yeah. Good. Now, slowly, okay? Everybody a little bit, no? <laughs> I think I also prepare a bike for you to bring home also, right? Mm-hmm.
But it's just extra, huh? I hope. <laughs> okay, love you. Love you. Where are you from? They couldn't understand anything. Abu Dhabi. She looks beautiful. Nice hair. Yeah. Beautiful anyway. sister but some cannot come you know so so maybe you can come even sooner and not like we're happy about it but the situation is like that you know I some people in China they don't have money even dream of coming here too expensive you know some people in a remote area of Africa they don't dream of coming not even dream you understand mm -hmm. Sometimes they don't even have enough to eat every day. Hmm? So if you know any brother and sister in those countries, if you know about it, you know, we can help them. Okay, you tell me, all right? Okay. I love you guys. <laughs> uh, words is not enough. I guess you like to hear that. <laughs> the thing is, we are very lucky already, yeah? Yes. 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 Mm. You know, like the Muslim, you know, even the Prophet already come. We drink all lifetime. It's not easy to go there even, not because you're Muslim you can go. They have many rules first before, they screen you out. And when you go there, so-and-so rules, yeah? You see how they circle, you know, like a line, you know? It looks like they're drawing with human, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, very, very, very symmetrical. Look like they measure the human, you know, <laughs> like the tall guy together here, yeah? because how come they make a circle like that? Exact with the human. You know, when, when they go to Medina or something and they, they take picture from the air, yeah. you see how exact the, the circle is with the human? So many rules before you can get there, yeah? Maybe you have to, <laughs> I say maybe, you have to memorize certain passages in the Quran, how much and all that, I don't know what. So the organizer, you saw it? Yes. You saw how they, they, they circle together, millions of people, yeah. and they're all very round, very exact, yes. not even one inch out. <laughs> huh? You know, right? We have some picture in in uh, Supreme Master TV sometimes. If not, I sometimes watch other channel, you know, the Arabic channel. Oh, exact, my God! 
You could not even draw better than that. Huh? How do they do that? I'm amazed, you know. Because human, there are some short, some long, right? Some are fatter. <laughs> How they do that? <laughs> Incredible. Okay, so. And even then you can't even go there, you know, not always, yeah? So is it good we're free, you know, here, not too many rules? Yeah, they are, but we don't care. <laughs> so it's okay, huh? Better than nothing, huh? You've seen me this year a lot, right? Yes. Yeah. So. Thanks a lot. Oh, no, no, no. No, it's my pleasure. What I mean is that I reserve a lot of time for you this year, you know? Not that I neglected you or anything. Just uh, you have too many brothers and sisters. <laughs> Big family, what am I to do, you know? Like my dog, you know, I had ten, I had to take turn. <laughs> yeah, to be. <laughs> I to go to my room here and take turn. Because if, if they are together, oh, it's chaotic sometimes. Yes, sometimes I take them together, but not every day. Everybody wants to go to the bed, you know? <laughs> And the biggest guy, when he spread out, he, the whole bed is he's gone. <laughs> they cannot take all of them together in the room, you know, same like that, okay? It's not as good, but I mean better than nothing, okay? We love in here, yeah? We too. Mm. Also, we work together, and that's also togetherness, yeah. You know, look in the same direction, eh? Okay. Please help the world, okay? If you love me, help the world. Love the world, okay? Love the people and help them to get out of ignorance. They are not bad, they just don't know. Remember how we didn't know before? We were brought up in a different tradition and nobody tell us anything, yeah? Only recently everybody tell us all the smartness in the world, all the education, nobody tell us anything about bad meat, meat bad for us, about climate, about nothing. Yeah, nobody told us, yeah? If they have told us, we would have, you know, been vegetarian a long time already to wait for Master Ching Hai come tell us, no? Truly like that, right? So the same with the people out there, they really don't know, truly they don't know. They don't have enough time to do research or and nobody tell them, everybody tell them the same, you know. Meat's good for you and all that. They really don't know. They really pity, you know. So we, we got to help them, eh? Okay? So we spend a little time together to strengthen our bond and strengthen our determination to work together, but we have to sacrifice then, huh? Okay? We use our love to share with everybody. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much, and I love you. You can always check with the center in a room, then you can come, okay? Mm-hmm. You can always come together anyway, but you also have to work. But if you have time, you check with the center a few days in advance. Can I come? Oh, there's a space and just come, okay? Mm-hmm. you're here, it's easier, okay? Mm-hmm. Dry or fly or walk or sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Do whatever you take. Thank <laughs> you.
Thanks for your love. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you for being good boy and good girl and, and all that. I really love you. I really don't want you to go, honestly. I don't have to tell you this, but it's truly like that. You know, I look at you, I just don't want you to go. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to sacrifice, you know, like... Mm. We didn't ask you to leave a different kind. A Jewish kind. Oh, it's yeah, even so nice. kind. Okay. How do you say I love you in Russian? Time, you know what time when you have you contact here, see when you can sneak in a few people, you know? Okay, you're near, you can come. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.